I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Here We Sew Again, the podcast where three sewists from different backgrounds discuss all things sewing. I'm Amanda Carestio. I'm Meg Healy. And I'm Kate Zeinard. Today on the podcast, we're talking about shopping for ready-to-wear clothes, what we make and what we buy, plus some other special things we look for in construction-wise when in a store. Then we'll each share some sew inspo. But before we jump in, how is everyone doing? doing okay are you all ready for your show um no (laughs) (laughs) i have been in my sewing room a lot this week and i still have a little ways to go but i'm slowly but surely getting there or not and i'll just cut myself off and not finish some things and it'll be okay it'll be fine Mm -hmm. Uh Yeah, I see a bunch of tops hanging behind you. Are those all the your Oh, they're so cute. Oh. Yeah, I yeah. Them. I've been I've been making a lot. I mean, I I knew that I could make things quickly, but I've kind of got it down to a science now and I'm yep. doing things in color batches and Yep. Yep. Um yeah, it's it's I'm I'm ready. I think I'm ready to take a break. I <laughs> I'll discuss this more in my um when we talk about so inspo, but yeah, I've, I'm I'm ready to to change it up a little bit. I feel like I need to sew some knits just as a palette mm-hmm. cleanser. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll pop of neutral go into a pop of knits anytime. <laughs> some knits. No knits, <laughs> knits for you know my family and yeah, no, I people know. in my life <laughs> who also need gifties coming up. But yeah, all good things. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. It's nice to like, uh, I know what you mean by like cut, like, so you're not changing threads all the time. Yes. I just finished up a big, um, I did some contract sewing, batch sewing, and it was like, I divided it between like white thread, pink thread, you know, and it's, it's kind of fun. Like, you're just like, you know, it, you tackle things in, in different ways and it's, it's, it's nice. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's actually pretty efficient. I have been, Oh yeah. <clears throat> I've been thinking about, I have two sergers and I was thinking should I set up one in one thread and one in another and like create little workstations I don't think I'm there yet but it's on the brain because switching threads I don't know it's not like it's not a huge time investment like even on a serger but I think it's more of like a mental thing for me I'm like Mm -hmm. I have to change thread color yeah Mm -hmm. so I don't know how that works but I have a random thread story if you'd like to hear it Yes. My uh We're thready. <laughs> we're thready. Uh, we're um, ready for. <laughs> oh my god. Um so we uh, so my husband's working on this big project um for his LARP right now and um I and I am working on a play where we're we're doing a Christmas carol closes tonight. Um 
And so I've been at the show in the evenings. So last night I'm at the show and I'm doing my thing and I come back and Mark tells me that he ran out of white thread and since he wanted to make sure that it matched and he couldn't find any Guterman white on my thread rack, he went to Joanne's to buy a bunch more thread so that he was sure that he had matching thread. Friends, I have so much white Guterman thread on my thread rack. And as soon as he said this, he looked, he's like, like that one right there, huge, huge spool of Guterman white thread. Then there's another one that's like the medium size. And he's just like, oh my God. And I'm like, yes, sweetheart. I wish you had just texted me on this and I could have told you that. But yes, he, he made a whole separate trip for a bunch of thread I already had. And I thought that was funny. I have a thread story. We're I ready. need some. <laughs> I I need some Guterman thread. Um, I have been, as I've been prepping for the show, um, I've been switching machines just because I get bored and I'm like, I'll just switch it up. And I've been using my kind of semi-industrial straight stitch machine, Ooh. which is really what I should be using for this mm-hmm. kind of sewing. I think since I'm I'm mostly doing straight stitch. Um, so I was switching back and forth between black and natural thread. And I was like, oh, I'll just sit this other spool of thread on my, my, um, auxiliary spool pin on my machine and just sit it there. So next time I need it, I'll just pull it in and it'll be great. And so I was sewing, sewing, sewing with black and I looked up and I realized that my kind of natural thread that I had a whole spool of like 500 plus yards was looking really low and I could not figure out what had happened. Did it And the thread end had gotten wrapped around the hand wheel. And it had pulled almost an entire spool of thread. And I hadn't even done that much sewing. I don't know how it happened, but I, but I was, I was, I figured, oh, maybe there's just a little bit in there. And I took off the end of the machine and there was a whole spool of thread around the handwheel. Wow. And I had to just, and I couldn't get the full handwheel wheel off. So I had to just get in there and cut and like, it, out. it was, I could not, I mean, it was literally probably 250 yards of thread oh wrapped God. around my handwheel. It's a hungry machine. Yeah. Disaster averted. But that had, I mean, I know I, I actually, I was like, I should probably check all of my other machines and see how much thread <clears throat> is around the hand wheel. But that was pretty epic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever got it caught around the hand wheel before, but uh, my embroidery machine every once in a while does a little glitch where the, uh, when I'm winding a bobbin, the thread will like pop off the bobbin and end uh-huh. up winding on the bobbin spool. And so I have to pay enough mm. attention to make sure that I'm like, no, no, yep. don't do that and rewind it. All right. Now that we've talked about thread in detail, let's uh, jump into so what's new. <laughs> um, I have to admit, I've been busy with my show, so I haven't been doing a lot of looking. I don't have anything, but I know Meg does. Yeah, I saw this dress. Um, it's from Sewing Julie. This is only really, I, I believe this is her second pattern release. Um and it's this just like sheared bodycon dress and it just looks so cute. I just love, I just, I'm really into shearing, I guess, cause you know, maternity where it's like, it, it seems like it would be super like maternity friendly if you wanted to really have like a va-va-voom, like elegant, like cool dress. I don't know. I just really liked it. I think, I don't know. I just, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think it's really it's really cute. And I just, yeah, I just love like the ruching kind of just like, you know, for the entire, the entire dress, I think it could be super cute for a holiday party, even just like wearing it over mm-hmm. a turtleneck with some tights. I don't know. Just, I just think it's really cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's really, really cute. Amanda, you said you also didn't find anything this week, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've just been watching sales and oh, yeah. all of that. Um so not not my not really looking at new things. 
either. So oh. I think that's okay. We uh it happens. That it was it was a short so what's new, but we did have something. Thank you, Meg. Yeah, check out that dress. Um we'll have a link in our show notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you either of you buy any patterns? Uh for the sale weekend, you know, it's kicking off after th- you know Thanksgiving. All the sales start revving up. Did yeah, either of you buy I anything? Didn't. Like something? I, uh, I didn't. I uh, didn't even think about it. I was. Um, I'm. I'm also doing a craft fair uh, next weekend, um, and so I was like focusing on setting up my display um, mm. on Friday. So I just it didn't occur to me at all to go looking for patterns. Yeah, I did not. And I think this may be the first year that I haven't. I think I've just been, I was so busy with other things. How about you, Meg? Did you buy anything? I did it. I looked, I looked around a lot. I did, the last time we recorded, I did purchase um, uh, the Hey June Handmade, Pat, like that, the sweater mm-hmm. that had the opening. I did, I did purchase that. So, but I was looking around. Um, I remember last year on Black Friday, I purchased my seam work membership and it was like 50% off. But then I was like, I went back because I was like, do I need to do it again? But then I realized when I purchased it last year, you're locked into that discounted price forever. So I was like, okay, good. So um, it was just kind of, yeah. Cause I was like, I, I quite enjoyed it. I sewed a lot of seam work patterns and um, I was going to redo it again this year, but I didn't have, it was like the the gift that it was the sale that keeps on giving. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. And I thought they did it again because I remember I did that last, um, last year, but yeah, no, I didn't, uh, I looked at some fabric stores as well, but, um, I didn't purchase anything sewing related. I should have bought thread because I was going to say my short, and I guess not so sweet thready thread story is I hate buying. Th- it's just not fun to buy. Yeah. And it's expensive. Thread can get expensive. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, let's jump into our segment and this is kind of, this will be, it's, it's kind of um, coincides with, with shopping as well because it is shopping season. Um, and although the holiday sales can be tempting, what are the garments that we refuse to purchase or that we refuse to make? So let's discuss what shopping is like for clothes as sewists. So what is on your never make list? I always shop for it. What's on, what's on those lists? I think I've talked about this on several occasions, but I, um, jeans are just a little overwhelming for me with all the details. So I always shop for jeans, uh, swimsuits and bras are kind of just not worth it for me. And strangely enough, I almost never sew t-shirts. Um, and that's because I have a lot of graphic tees and I tend to buy graphic tees because I find them and I'm like, this has a cat playing with Saturn. I need to have this. Um, and so at a certain point it's like, I don't need more t-shirts. So there's no point in me sewing them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So while it's not a, I will never make this, it's more like, it just doesn't make any sense for me to make it. Mm-hmm. How about you, Amanda? Yeah, I I feel like I used to be more of like a purist or whatever. Um, like I would I was more hardcore about sewing. I'm I'm not sure if that's true or if it's just true that I generally don't like shopping for clothes very mm. much. And there was a point um, where I just felt like I would rather just make it because I would know how it would turn out. I could make adjustments along the way. Um, so for that reason, I have sewn quite a few of my, um, pairs of jeans that I wear on a regular basis. Um, but I've, I think I've mentioned it before I have, I need to sew some more and I just haven't been in the mood. Um, I usually don't sew bras either. Mm -hmm. Just haven't crossed that bridge. Um, I have done swimsuits, um, some of the other kind of like milestone projects, but, um, it's really, I don't know. Also with swimsuits, like I thought I was going to make one and then just kind of always make them for myself. But I have found that I haven't really gone back and like fully jumped in and I've, I've bought a store-bought swimsuit, um, in the meantime. And I'm, I don't know, I'm not as dedicated to it um but 
I think in general, things have kind of changed for me and I am, I'm buying more clothes these days, um, which comes with its own challenges. So I'm glad we're talking about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things, I don't even know if you can really make them, but like hosiery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I had to go out and buy a pair of like tights the other day. Um, cause all of mine were just like too tight around my belly. I was like, oh, I don't even know if I could make these if I, if I, I guess you could technically use like leggings, uh, mm-hmm. like a legging pad. I'm mm-hmm. sure that, you know, I bet there is a tights sewing pattern out there. I bet there is. Yeah. Um, and you could get mm-hmm. like a, like a sheer fabric, but it's not something I'm going to make. Uh, and also like knit sweaters like chunky knit sweaters mm-hmm. um like I'm loving chunky knit sweat like it's it's kind of like the sweater knit that it's hard to buy because it's so like open and unravelly yeah. it's yeah. really hard to sew with um and like I got this at the the other day um uh, I'm wearing it like a chunky knit sweater and I've been thrifting a ton of chunky knit sweaters it's fun to thrift them um mm. as well so I will never I, I can say, I think I can honestly say I will never knit myself a sweater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm to look back on this. Year. Never I'm say not, never. I just. <laughs> um, you know, I'm a, I, I started one last, uh, last year. Remember, I, I think I mentioned it on So and Tell. I made a temperature blanket. And I had some leftover yarn from that. I'm like, okay, great. So I found a sweater pattern and I started knitting and then I, I'm almost out of yarn and the pattern isn't anywhere near done and I feel guilty about buying more yarn. So I'm kind of paused in that, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm planning to someday finish my, my uh, leftover yarn plus new yarn sweater. Mm -hmm. Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think also one more thing is like a leather jacket. I just, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm saying this too, because yesterday um, I had a, such a good thrift haul. Like it was, we went to this thrift store and it was 50% off all clothing. And I found a green vintage leather jacket <gasps> and I just nice. love vintage leather. And I, I'm not a fan of new, like, I don't know. So I just, I can't see myself sewing a leather jacket as well. It just seems like a lot of work. And I really like um, thrifted leather jackets. So I can say I, I don't, I wouldn't, I won't see myself sewing a leather jacket in, in mm-hmm. my future. Um, already because I have like maybe 15 already. <laughs> Do you? I have, I, ever since I was in like high school, I've collected like vintage, like leather jackets. And I just, I like move with it. I mean, I move with it. They have like their special closet. I love them like shoulder pads, everything. Sometimes they mm-hmm. come out, but um, yeah. So that's another thing that I refuse. I don't think I'll make, um, make that as well. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I like to like heavily press my outer, like sewing all those coat. I just like, you know, I love a good wool, you know, the wool steam and the, the smell. Mm-hmm. Like you just, uh, mm-hmm. I just think it would be quite, quite tedious. Um, yeah. So let's jump into what's your never shop list. Like you always make this garment. You never, you never buy this garment. You refuse to, you know, you refuse to buy it in a store. What are those items for us? Um, I don't have any specifically that I will never buy um but um I have been making my own tops now for so long that unless I'm buying you know like a t-shirt like any sort of woven blouse or anything like that I don't buy it I make it um cropped pants why would I ever buy cropped pants when I can make a nini or a pagosa yeah right um and you know what the more I think about it I don't think I've ever actually bought a pair of leggings um, I think the only leggings I have are handmade leggings, which is why I don't wear leggings a lot because they're all like brightly patterned. And so it's like, yeah, I could wear this with a pair of black leggings, but I don't have black leggings and I'm not going to go get Jersey to make a black pair of leggings right now. So <laughs> now I want to wear leggings. Mm-hmm. 
Leggings are great. <laughs> Indeed. I think I'm with you, Kate. I I don't know that I've bought elastic waist pants. Oh, yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. Mostly, I don't think it's like a rule for me or anything. Like, I'll, I will make that instead. It's more of a, I have so many pairs. I just could not justify buying more. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's probably... That's high on my list, and I hadn't thought about that one. So that's that's a good one. Um, I tend to make a lot of my T-shirts if I just need, like, plain uh, mm. wardrobe fill-ins. Mm-hmm. I will do that. Um, and probably with you, Kate, too, um, woven blouses. Like, it has to be yeah. pretty special for yeah. me to buy it because mm-hmm. most of the time I will just be like, mm. I'll I'll get inspired by it and maybe think about hacking it um, or looking for a similar pattern if it's something that I really, really love. Um, but I think that's probably it for me. And I have, I mean, I feel like a lot of those kind of rules are out the window if I'm finding secondhand things. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you, Meg. I've been doing a lot of secondhand. I, I don't know. I tend to buy a lot of secondhand clothing for my kids just mm-hmm. because they grow so quickly and we have a really great um, secondhand store. So, and often we will like get things, they'll wear them, then we'll take them back. Yeah, and it's yeah. like we borrowed them and it's kind of awesome, but I hadn't really thought about that for myself. And I've been, I've been finding some good things recently um, and I like a deal. So I, again, I feel like if it's secondhand, I can usually justify the price point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also had such good luck shopping uh, for the little baby. Uh, my mom mm-hmm. and I found this, like, it was, it's a knitted sweater and it's like rainbow striped. It's so cute. And then yesterday we found, it's from The Gap and it's like so well made and it's this quilted denim, like snowsuit and it has little ears on the hood. It's Aww. so cute. Oh, like shop, like, and then just picking up like sleepers, like mm-hmm. um, it's kind of fun seeing like all the different um, prints, prints and stuff. Uh, so yeah, I've been shopping a lot for <laughs> the baby at the secondhand stores, but uh, I'm going to make some stuff too, but um, um, I think also, yeah, and especially what my never uh, shop list, mine would be dresses. It's just, mm. there's just so many great patterns, great fabrics. And you usually wear a dress to a special okay or just I wear dresses all the time. I just I can't remember ever like I can't remember the last time I went to the store and was like, I need to buy a dress for this okay. Like I you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like I I think a dress and I I can basically see this even going forward too if there's ever a reason to like wear a dress, you know I just can't see myself going out and shopping for one. So that's just kind of my never, my never shop list. Cause like, mm. I feel like I have endless ideas for dresses that I haven't even made yet. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. You know, that's so true. I yeah. feel like those special occasion items, like yeah. my instinct is make something. Oh and yeah. That's still pretty strong. Whereas, you know, I'm thinking about that. Like that's, how I used to sew like solely it was all special occasion items Mm -hmm. and it was all of that kind of back in the day um and now you know much less but it's it's interesting to think about how that has changed Mm -hmm. but also hasn't because that that special occasion moment is I don't know it's it's fun to sew for things like that oh yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know it's funny actually because I I feel like I should like to sew special occasion stuff. Like I like the concept of it, mm-hmm. but I'm usually hesitant enough about it that like my my beautiful beautiful store bought jumpsuit, which is my best purchase all year. Um, I it was really I was going to just wear something I already had, and then I discovered that nothing quite fit right after COVID, mm-hmm. and I was like, crap, I got to go buy something because I don't have time to make something because uh, I had like two days and that worked out beautifully for me but honestly I almost never sew special occasion stuff uh 
partially because I never have special occasions that I can think of, or I very rarely do. Um, but also, um, I just really enjoy sewing casual stuff that I can wear every day. And it's kind of, you know, after spending all those years in the theater sewing, you know, like wedding dresses for Victorian oh, ladies, right. and, yeah. um, you know, all of that stuff, I kind of got to the point where it's like, it just sewing stuff for me is great. And then sewing stuff that I'm going to wear a lot is like really, it's still kind of special to me. So totally. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I definitely don't sew very much for special occasions, interestingly enough. Hmm. Um, I do want to say though, you posted your Bridgerton look. Oh yes. That, well, yes. that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that just reminded me how amazing uh, you both looked and how wonderful that, like, it was, even Thank when you were describing you. it, I couldn't picture, but the picture, like, like, was, it was so beautiful. You did such a great Thank job. You. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I had, I had so much fun wearing it. I had so much fun. Go, I like, you know, my husband, he does his LARP, which is a live yeah. action role playing thing. And he dresses up like a knight and hits people with padded sticks. And I have never <laughs> been interested in his LARP. But as I'm sitting there at the Bridgerton Ball, I'm like, now this is LARP I can get yes. into. <laughs> because yes. that's what it was. Live action role play. Yeah, fancy LARP. So, oh my gosh, it was so much. I'm sorry, I'm going to go on a tangent. Oh, no. Um, it was yeah. so much fun. There were so many people looked so beautiful. Everybody was dressed up. Almost everybody was dressed up. Um, and, you know, some things were like period and some things were just like pretty dresses. But everybody looked fantastic. And like everybody got to wear a tiara. And we all, they taught, the actors kind of taught us these little dances that were kind of, not like as fancy as the ones in the show, but you know, they were like basic versions. And so we were all dancing and then we'd, we'd stand back and watch them do a, it was like a storytelling dance sort of thing. And then we danced some more and I, oh my God, I had so much fun. It was such a blast. And uh, I got to wear a pretty dress and stepped on my train all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um Yeah events like that are so fun it it really was i i just thought it was it was so so clever a thing to to do that interactive experience where you could kind of step into that that show that people love so much and and pretend that you're part of that world for a little while mm-hmm. i need to like seek out more things like that locally mm-hmm. of what i can do like it's yeah um it seems like yeah just you know spending uh time and money on like experiences is just yeah it seems like it adds it's adds great value um i need to seek out more of that that sort of stuff like there's always stuff like going on you know um Mm -hmm. yeah that's cool um all right thanks for putting up with my tangent there oh no i wanted (laughs) to hear about i yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, back in, I'm sure back in, you know, those days they didn't, well, I guess they had shops and stuff, but everything was <laughs> custom made. Yeah, I, everything was custom made. Like the shops were like dressmaker shops. The dressmakers, yeah. Pick your fabric and then they mm-hmm. would make the dress for you. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very cool. So, um, as, you know, makers of clothing, <laughs> do we. Mm-hmm. When we're in the stores, do we look at construction details? Do we look at garments inside out when we're potentially buying it or just, you know, just perusing for new ideas, how to sew things? Or do we do that um, when we shop for stores? We shop in stores, not shop for stores. <laughs> I really don't. Um, no? No. I, I mean, every once in a while, I'll like if there's something really interesting, I'll kind of poke at it and see how it was put together. But Uh I'm not, yeah, I'm, it's like, if I'm buying ready to wear, I kind of don't want to know because I don't want to look too close and and find out that, you know, I'm about to buy something that I would not consider appropriate if I were making it myself, you know, like poor construction or anything like that. I just don't want to (laughs) know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't do that 
necessarily when I'm looking at new stuff. I find that I'm more likely to do that at the thrift store. Oh, yeah, totally. Because I'm looking at like at vintage things or like, you know, I and I, I also think that usually when I'm doing that, I'm I think the first thing that I'm looking at is more like the textile, the fabric itself uh-huh. and mm-hmm. unique and interesting textiles kind of grab my eye before construction details do. So I'm usually distracted. I think that I, I'm kind of with you, Kate, like when I'm, if I'm trying on something new, if I'm, if I'm already like, like it enough to try it on, I feel like I'm, I don't want anything to further like, I don't know, complicate you don't want my to, decision making. You don't want to jinx because, it. Yeah. Well, for me, I feel like because sewing is, I don't know, there's, there's such a process and like a, a learning curve, but kind of once you're in it and you can visualize how something's going to turn out, like I just prefer, I think, to get my clothes that way. It's like, it's easier for me to envision what something can become than uh, find something in the store that I really, really love. Maybe if I spent more time in stores, mm-hmm. um, that would be different, but I don't know. I'm really picky about yeah. um, new clothes. Mm. Um, and I'm also really indecisive. Like, I don't know. I, I think I've mentioned this before on the show. Like, I will I will spend hours sewing something and, um, and there's no concern about what time I've invested in it. But with with store-bought things, I will hem and haw and <laughs> leave it at the store and then go back later and get it. And I don't know if it's I've become um, just more price conscious um, because certainly sewing wouldn't have done that. Um, it's pretty expensive most of the time, although yep. I do use a lot of secondhand fabric. I don't know. I've just become really indecisive about uh ready to wear whereas with stuff I make I'm like sure I'll make that you know I'm not worried about the commitment yeah I, I don't know how that works and I don't know maybe it is a function of me just being really picky um these days but I'm just not a very good store shopper I get nervous I get indecisive I feel like I make weird decisions that I wouldn't normally have made when I'm in the store and like I don't know store shopping I think it's a I think it's a personal problem clothes clothes shopping is so like I find it incredibly tedious because you know you go out you're looking for like oh I'm going to get like a new blouse or something and then you spend just for me, I spent hours trying to find something that I like, and then you spend hours in the in the dressing room trying to find something that actually looks good on you. And if you're lucky, you find one that's both. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're not lucky, you end up finding nothing, and then you're you've just wasted all of this time. And I always feel like that time could be better spent taking a pattern that I feel relatively confident will look good on my body, and picking the fabric that I want, and just making it myself, it just seems like a better investment of my time. Um, but, you know, as somebody who's a bit larger and has a kind of strange body shape, lots of lots of hip, lots of belly, it's so hard to find anything that fits well or looks wow. good. And so, you know, it's so much easier to just be like, I, I like this. This is what I'm going to do rather than trying to find something out in the world that ready to wear made that will look decent on me. Yeah. I mean, I find that too, when I'm like shopping in the store, I don't know, I'll like make more impulse decisions Mm -hmm. and I don't feel like that's my best. I like to, y'all know this, I like to think about things a lot and maybe Mm -hmm. that's part of the process of like, you get fabric, you don't necessarily know what you're going to make with it, but then you, you mull it over and you, you pick the pattern later and then you've, you've made a good decision. And I just don't feel like I, um, I do that. Like I buy weird prints in the store. Like, this is not me, (laughs) you know? Um, and I don't know if it's just, I don't know. It's just not my natural state. It's, and 
sewing has definitely not helped in that regard. Again, if it's secondhand, I don't feel as much pressure. Um, I like to find interesting things. I'll take more risks with yeah. secondhand because yeah. you just don't have to invest quite as much. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm just not a good shopper. Me. Now, I absolutely love shopping. There are even times where I wish I didn't know how to make my own clothes just so I could justify like shopping for clothes. Like some, like very rarely, but like I could shop all day. I love going through racks and like I... I love shopping. Um, that's why I buy a lot of shoes too. Cause I'm like, sh- I love shopping and it's like the same, th- it's not as, you don't have to, you know, I hate trying stuff on, but shoes are, you don't have to like take off all yeah, your yeah. clothes to try on shoes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I love, 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 love shopping. Um, it, but when I do shop for like, my mindset is I don't need a single thing. So it's like when I go shopping, it's usually with, um, I like shopping with friends. Like sometimes my friends and I mm-hmm. would go and shopping, you know, it's like, I never kind of grew out of my like teenage, like, let's go to the mall. <laughs> like I love a mall. And um, so it's fun. Like I like when I'm shopping with other people. Cause then I do, yeah. I just get inspired. I go into a store and I just look and see, I like to see what, um, like what trends have trickled down from the runway to ready to wear shops. I find that mm-hmm. interesting. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like that's cool. Like these is in right now. Or I just, I love to gain inspiration from ready to wear shopping. And I definitely look at construction techniques. If I do end up purchasing something, it has to be on sale. I, if I can yeah. sometimes justify things, I'm like, Oh, well I'm, I can't refuse a good deal too. like, mm-hmm. sometimes like, Oh, I couldn't make it for the, if it's like, and I only, I, I really hate and I refu- like especially these uh, lately and just like refuse to s- um, spend money on like those really fast fashion stores that are yeah. really inexpensive like uh, and so I do take the time to go to those like nicer stores where it's like if if something's really on sale and I know it's well um, made then um, then I can justify that and I hate trying things on and I usually go oh if it doesn't fit I'll just make it I'll make it work you know (laughs) like because there is something about a fitting room lighting and the yeah I hate trying things on I hate it I hate it so much um but but yeah but I use it as like or or sometimes I get stuff I just um get stuff if if it's on if I I think I could you know make it there's this one pair of leggings that I purchased that were um they're expensive but I've like knocked off the pack because I just loved the yeah. thing of that they had this really cool high waist crossover waistband and I'm like I'm gonna get this pattern but um uh so sometimes I purchase things for that that I keep remaking but uh, I do that I do that yeah. for sure yeah um but I definitely look at like if I'm buying something, I'll look at all the, I'll look at the whole rack in my size and I'm like, oh, this top stitch, I like this top stitching better on this one. Or like, I look at like little stuff like mm-hmm. that too, for sure. Um, and I also look at where the tag is and how easily I can remove it. Cause I hate tags. I know I, like, I just got this chunky sweater and I already need to take out the, t- it, I forgot to take it out. I was too excited to wear it. And I was like, because sometimes they're really yeah. sewn in there where you can't stitch rip them you have to cut and then mm-hmm. cutting them is almost even worse because you have this yeah. sharp little edge too so yeah um there's that as well yeah um all right so let's move on to when we do shop are there any particular brands or stores that you are loyal to or you really like it's similar to sewing patterns i i find or companies you know they have their fit model and they have their way that they their target customers that they make sizes like um, pattern companies you always know that this size fits you are there brands or specific stores that that you like the only one that really jumps to mind for me is um I like it's a website it's, uh it's swimsuits for all swimsuitsforall.com um, and that's where I tend to find my swimsuits because they have they have good sizing and most of the time they they've got this large collection of like basic bottoms 
So you can buy like a fancy top and just like black bottoms that you can wear with multiple things. And they also have um, different lengths of bottoms and different cuts. So um, I was supposed to go on a river rafting trip this summer. So I got a pair of like bike short length swimsuit um, bottoms so that I could wear those on the uh, raft. I didn't end up going because Mark got COVID, but that was a whole other thing. Um, so, and yeah, they're, they're very inclusive sizing and, um, and generally you can find some cute stuff in the clearance section. So, uh, swimsuits for all is my recommendation for things that I don't sew, which includes swimsuits. <laughs> nice. Um, I, it's so funny because I was going to say like my, one of my favorite brands is Madewell. Oh um, yeah. But I don't have a single item from Madewell. Actually, I think <laughs> I do. And I got it secondhand. Um, but I, I think it's more, I think I use them more for like inspiration. Yeah. Um, cause I feel mm-hmm. like there's, there's always unique things and I feel like it's, it's a good match for where I'm at with my personal style so but again I don't it's it's kind of pricey um I do get the sense that their items are reasonably well made um but that's really that's really all I can think of I'm such I'm become such a secondhand person now yeah um that I don't that's not it's hard to be brand loyal in that scenario mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah there was a time when I was really shot like I I do um really love like Lululemon uh there was a time I had like a lot of it because they they oh they were kind of like the really not the first but um especially um being a Canadian brand they kind of really blew up here um Mm -hmm. uh when they first came into the scene they had like these just these fun colors and so I would invest in uh I love Lululemon um and also um, when I use, when I have bought in a, jeans, the, I have basically, I have Levi's that fit me and I also have J crew. I have like five pairs of J crew. They just fit me, you know, like there's mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. this one size, like, oh, and I've bought them like online before. Like I didn't even need to try them on. So that's a brand that I just know, like their pants fit me and I've knocked them off, um, before too. So that's just, um a brand that, uh, fits me, um, and that I like. Um, but lately, like in the past, I don't know, I've only really purchased clothing either from thrift stores or stores. Like I think it's in Canada. It's called like winners or it's like a TJ Matt where they have just like a lot of, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. um, where it's kind of that I love, since I love shopping, I also love, the thrill of the hunt because it's like the shopping experience for me where you're just you're going through racks and it's like not a curated store with like mannequins with outfits it's so funny when um I don't know someone will just walk into a store be like I'll take that outfit I just (laughs) I love that (laughs) um but I just love like finding stuff so I love stores like that too where um clothes go that are just kind of discounted and you can find some Mm -hmm. good brands in there as well so because I Mm -hmm. I love I love sifting through a rack (laughs) Meg question only because I feel like it's kind of the next level of secondhand clothes shopping have you bought any secondhand clothes online like (gasps) no you know, hunt for a specific pair of Levi's or Carhartts on eBay. And, um, and it's kind of nice for some of those items because they're harder to find or come and they're already soft and worn in. Have you ever done anything like that? No, I have never even thought to do that. Um, I think as part of it for me too, is working from home actually going out getting out getting out yeah. it, it's the whole thing of it uh it's not mm-hmm. just the uh the things that I'm purchasing it's the yeah. the active basically I'm just wearing stuff that I bought at my last shopping trip to my next <laughs> <laughs> or it's like an excuse to you know wear what I'm 
uh, what I just made too. Um, but yeah, that that's understandable. I yeah, I don't think there's anything that I'm on the hunt for to that level. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe someday I wouldn't mm-hmm. say no to it, especially now that I understand more about sizing and um, feel more comfortable buying things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. But my shopping habits have changed now. Like when I lived in like, you know, downtown Toronto, big city, I was like, I was ma- also making a ton of stuff and like, but I, um, and wearing it, but I was also buying more clothes because there was just more opportunity to go out and, mm-hmm. you know, do stuff where mm-hmm. now I'm like, basically I go to like the, the home section, like first, like I'm looking at, like, I got like this awesome blanket. I'm looking at, you know, dishes and like that stuff is so super fun to shop for. Mm-hmm. Well. I have a dish problem. <laughs> do you? I, do. I need new dishes. It, I have a bowl it, it actually, <laughs> it actually came from my, my mother who has a dish problem. Um, and I have fewer dishes than she does, but I have, I have in my house, I'm sitting here thinking at least six full sets of dishes. Wow. <gasps> oh, I love. Um, I mean, uh, some of them are like my wedding china and also yeah. um, the china that uh, I inherited from my mother through my grandmother and um, some dishes I got at thrift stores. And <laughs> yeah, no, I have a huge dish problem. Actually, what I have is a storage problem, but. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's <laughs> just reframe, reframe it. Oh, Think, I know. I'm watch- things nobody knew about Kate. <laughs> I I was watching the new season of. I think this was an. Um, I think it was no the last season of like the new kind of uh, of the Kardashians uh, since they switched networks. But the Chris Jenner was showing her house and she loves dishes and she had a whole pantry that was just all, and like all different dish set and I was like that is my dream like not only to have a walk in pantry but a walk in like mm-hmm. dish room. I was I love dishes too. <laughs> and mugs. <laughs> I I have to cut myself off from purchasing mugs. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. we. Uh- we were on a, a, a heavy um, mug moratorium for a while there, and then we cleaned out and got rid of a bunch of mugs we didn't really care about that people had given us. And so now we we are tentatively allowed to buy special mugs if they should come across <laughs> our oh, I can talk myself into any mug special. <laughs> but yeah, but now um, just thrifting for like now – the baby like bunnykin stuff now i'm just like i need to collect all of the uh, so i always looking for those at the thrift store because cute little like kid dishes with bunnies on it i mean mm-hmm. i can't i i just can't help myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh gosh now i'm like i want to go shopping <laughs> <laughs> I do, you need to go to a fabric store like so sometimes i can get it i I do need to go to a fabric store to get more i i have like a million cushions that i need to cover i took all i made all those cocktail pillows and they're not they're like summery and so now i have all these pillows that have don't have no covers on them and i've embroidered a bunch of them but i don't want to embroider all of them i just want to get some just just holiday fabric to cover them so after Mm -hmm. this i am going to the fabric store so that'll be fun yeah i need some more thread i'm jealous (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe my husband went to the fabric store without me yesterday Ah, oh because he had to get thread and i was at the show so oh well i'll be okay i'll go without him sometime (laughs) yeah it's also the the amount of times that julian like looks for like it doesn't look that hard it's just like if you just like maybe push thing you could have noticed that you didn't have to buy this at the grocery store because it, we had it in the fridge you just didn't like mm-hmm. like push yeah. some things to the side <laughs> right <laughs> oh anyways um let's just quickly talk about accessories mm-hmm. what about shopping for accessories or versus making accessories like bags and um, like scarves and hats and stuff like that. What's our, um, what's our take on that? I've I've really got a mix of both. Mm-hmm. I've, I do have because I I used to crochet um, largely hats and the occasional scarf. So I have a mix of those, but I also like to buy beanies and things. Um, 
because it's usually not a huge investment and I've kind of I do I've kind of got a pretty large beanie collection at this point um might be a problem um and bags too I feel like there was a point um where I was making a lot of backpacks and kind of bags that I was using more on a regular basis and um I have two tote bags that I made that I really love that I used more when I went into an office, um, just toting computer Mm. back and forth. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I feel like I've kind of slipped back into more store-bought bags specifically. Um, And I don't know. I think that part of that is because my favorite bag that I own is leather, and I did buy that new, and that's not something I really see myself sewing. and I don't know, I just, I find, um, maybe, I, I don't know, I tend to find some of those things and purchase them more on impulse too than um, than really like sit down and plan out exactly what I need for the upcoming season or a trip uh-huh. or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, it's a mix leaning slightly more towards the store-bought end of the spectrum for me. Yeah. Um, I also, I knit and crochet and... Um, so I have a plethora of knit and crochet hats and scarves. Um, and so I very rarely, I very rarely buy those because why would I, I can just make one myself Mm -hmm. and I derive pleasure from doing it. So, um, I could go find my fancy, fancy, uh, yarn and make something pretty. And I tend towards that, um, bags. I have actually gotten pretty well into sewing bags, um, Mm -hmm. The one I'm using right now is a store-bought one because it's I haven't I haven't changed my purse from my uh, travel purse, which you know has like anti-pickpocketing technology and stuff like that. Um, but I'm really picky about my purses, and uh-huh. I have discovered it is really a lot easier to get exactly what I want in a purse if I just make it myself. And so, uh, most of the purses that I've been using in the past few years have been, uh, handmade and I make them and then I use them until they're starting to get kind of grub grungy or the, you know, like the things that are holding the strap to the purse start coming out and that sort uh-huh. of thing. And then I make myself a new one. <laughs> so, uh, gloves though, gloves I always buy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I usually tend to purchase my accessories because um, I love knitted hats and, and gloves and stuff like that and just, you know, not a knitter. But I do want to start making my own hat, like just uh, like beanies and stuff, like fleece. Like uh, I always mm-hmm. forget that there are patterns available mm-hmm. for that. I think it was last year, Amanda, you were saying that you made a yeah. lot of hats. I um, did. I did. I used the basic beanie pattern from So Daily and used some smaller bits of um, sweater knit that oh, yeah. I, you know, because you can get that, I mean, that's, you can get the handmade look-ish, um, or at least, you know, you can replicate what's in store mm-hmm. um, using sweater knits. So, yeah, I had a lot of success. I even made, um, like, a stretch velvet beanie. I think my daughter stole it pretty <gasps> immediately. But Cute! Um, but it's, it was, it was a nice pattern. It was fun. And they were quick to make. That'd be a good gift. That would be a good, and like Mm -hmm. to embroider on, I know those are really popular, like really like cool, um, embroideries or like custom sayings or I know what's really popular in like Toronto and stuff. It's like you embroider your neighbor, like what neighborhood you went, like live in. That's like super kind of popular in Toronto. Um, yeah, so that's a great gift. I just wrote down to remind myself to print the basic beanie. But yeah. uh, I do have some leather, though, uh, because I do want to start – I do want to have a bag project that I'm, that I'm working on in in the winter. Um, when I purchased the Hey June Handmade pattern last um, last week, I, I can't refuse to sale. It was like, buy three patterns, get 20% off. I'm like, well, now I'm just going to sit here for an hour deciding what other two I'm going to make. 
<laughs> so I bought uh, her Majori bag pattern. It was, I think we talked about it yes. when it came, it released. And I have some like um, lightweight, le- I'm going to make a leather uh, Majori bag pattern. Because I feel like when I have a baby, I'm going to need to carry exactly. a lot more stuff. Because mm-hmm. I'm a, such a minimalist. I like small purses. I don't like to carry a mm-hmm. lot with me, but I feel like the baby's going to need some more stuff than just a lip gloss and a credit card. <laughs> i i think i'm still on the like other end of that and enjoying the minimalism again because (laughs) you just have to carry so much crap and now i'm back to like wallet lip gloss phone and that's it so i and usually that's a small bag for me just because yeah so many years of toting so much but i feel Mm -hmm. like that bag would that's a nice kind of like happy medium because i I feel like you could fit a good bit of essentials in there for baby but it's also i Mm -hmm. i love 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 that pattern yeah and also on so daily we have a free our next sew along is like a crossbody kind of uh we um, the Highlands leather purse and it's a really cute mm-hmm. everyday bag so I want to I'm going to make one of those too so I'm kind of getting back into making my own bags um, again and I was like now I need to make a diaper bag but although yeah, my mother-in-law can. did give me a diaper bag we were in Toronto last weekend and she bought it like a bunch of years ago thinking it was a laptop bag because it had all these compartments and then she's like yeah. this is all <laughs> and it's a coach one and it's really cute it has all these colorful patchworks on it so i do have a a fancy diaper bag too but i also want to make one um oh yeah yeah she was like i thought this was a laptop sleeve but it's like a little changing pad that comes out and there's like (laughs) (laughs) i mean i feel like that's an easy mistake to make i know i know so yeah um and yeah and lastly let's just um Let's just end off on, is there something on your list that you always shop for, but potentially in the future you would, you know, aim to make it or try to make it? Um, maybe it's a challenging project for you or you're just fine doing doing what you do, shopping for this and making mm-hmm. that. <laughs> you know, now I want to make a leather bag because yeah! I have some leather that's yeah. been in my closet for forever mm-hmm. and... I I should make something with it. I don't know. I don't know what kind of bag I need next. So I need to do some thinking about it. But mm-hmm. I feel like there's, I tend to like simple bags. So yeah. I should just make a simple bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I don't have anything that's really jumping out. But I I do keep meaning to um, make some underwear with some uh, jersey mm. scraps that I have. And yes. usually I buy my underwear, but um, some of it's getting pretty uh, dingy and it's probably time to start replacing it. So, uh, so yeah, I keep meaning to do that and we'll see if I actually succeed in doing it ever. Um, I'm trying to think. I think I pretty much ma- like made most of every type of garment. Um, but I think like you could maybe a bit more of my underwear because now I'm needing some more stretchy underwear and I tend to mm-hmm. buy underwear that I, I like um lace under like that thick like really wide mm-hmm. lace yeah. band mm-hmm. and I usually buy those ones so when I'm at the fabric store I'm going to look for in their kind of notion section like a like yardage of stretch wide lace to make my own underwear so mm-hmm. I think I'm going to start doing that um yeah Oh, now I've been like inspired to both sew and shop. (laughs) (laughs) I know, you know, it's so smart that we put our sew inspo after our main segment because we are always uh, crazy inspired by what we talk about. So uh, let's jump into that if that works for everyone. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, Meg, what are you inspired to do? I'm not so inspired, but. Well, I am, but I just, it's more of a need. I need more stretchy pants. <laughs> I like, yeah, I just need to, I need to make some more stretchy pants that are just not like sweatpants. Like mm, I need right. to make some, maybe some more leggings. I'm just, I'm getting every week I'm growing. I can't believe I'm almost halfway there. 
Wow. I'm 20 oh weeks next week. Halfway. Wow. It, it goes by so fast. And so now I'm, um, I, yeah. When I was shopping yesterday, I like literally, I was like, I can only wear these like sweatpants. And so I need to make some more like bottoms that are not sweatpants. So that's what I need to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you got to yeah. do what you got to do. It's you a great, do great. Do. It's a great source of inspiration. Mm-hmm. How about you, Amanda? What are you inspired by right now? Well, I am. I'm inspired to sew some knits. Um, I'm in show prep mode, sewing tons of wovens. I need to switch it up. Um, And I also need to make some Christmas gifts. And I, it's, I've, I don't know how many years I've done it, but I've, I've tend to make my son's um, like a Christmas sweatshirt. And so I need to do that, which means I need to print off a new pattern and tie all that together and get going. But I have a lot of, um, sweatshirt fabric, so I'm going to do that. And I have a few pairs, a a few items that, um, we found secondhand for my daughter that I'm going to knock off for her for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that's, that's it for me. Once, once the work sewing is done and the fun sewing can start, luckily knits are pretty quick because yeah. it's going to be a pretty quite quick turnaround time um, post show to Christmas holidays. But I, I think I can do it. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yep. Well, I was uh, I was thinking this week about what I would like to be wearing and um, and what I have in my stash. And I've kind of mulled over it for a bit and I've decided I'm finally going to use my last two fabrics that I got in Vienna in 2019. I've been waiting to have some inspiration for what to do with them. Uh, There's only about a meter of each because they're remnants. So um, what I finally decided I'm going to do because they actually look really good together. One of them is like a a pretty uh, dense sweater knit um, in gray. And then the other one is Jersey that's pink with heathered with gray. And so mm-hmm. they look really nice together. So I'm going to make a raglan, a lane raglan from Hey June handmade. Um, I think the gray for the body and then the s- sleeves will be the, um, Jersey Fine. and yeah, I think it's going to be really super cozy and really cute. So that is on my list. Once my husband is done using my sewing room for his big project. So not right away. <laughs> He's got another week to work on it. That's such a good idea for using two kind of small yardage oh, yeah. pieces. I mean, mm-hmm. I love I love raglans for that. I've mm-hmm. definitely I've done that in the past. Kind of used two different fabrics, and mm-hmm. I love the idea of doing that with a sweater knit. Like, yeah, so cozy, so comfy. Yeah, it's not like it's 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 really it's really very small and it doesn't have a, like a pattern in it so it's practically mm. jersey but not quite yeah. and i think it's going to go really nicely i'm thinking of doing another one with the leftover uh fabric from my talon sweater and some uh stuff that i need to repurpose because it didn't work for what i made it with so uh yeah i'm all over the raglans right now i love raglan oh, i love, love the look raglans. yeah, yeah. I always think, what a waste of a raglan if you, like, cut and sew the sleeve and the body in the same fabric. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. true. For sure. But we're also in stretchy stuff, it seems like. Yes. Yes, Yes, we're all in the season. Tis the season. Well, that was that was an inspiring episode, y'all. I didn't I didn't know where I would end up if I would end up being more on the like inspired to purchase, inspired to sew. I think it's more on the sewing side. Yeah, not not surprising given my my feelings about shopping at the moment. Yeah, definitely the purchases I'm going to be making in the next next month or so are not going to be for me. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But that's the fun t- thing about this time of year. You can shop and then you're not buying stuff for yourself. You get to buy things that make other people happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was fun things. to kind of dive in and think about how sewing changes or impacts your other kind yeah. of purchasing habits. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I think that I think that it does. 
Yeah, for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and even just looking at fabric more, like, mm-hmm. like, would this be a fabric yardage that I would purchase? And if not, then maybe, you know, so. Yeah. It's always something to think about, too. So I'm going to go yeah. satisfy both cravings and shop Yay, for fabric. Enjoy. So I'm going to shop. <laughs> awesome awesome well great show you guys that was so much Mm -hmm. fun uh thanks for chatting with me and to our listeners thank you for listening and until next time let's sew let's sew in the snow (laughs) here we sew again is produced by amanda carestio meg healy and me kate zynard Find us on Instagram at Here We Sew Again Pod or email us at Here We Sew Again Pod at gmail.com. Our show website is shows.acast.com slash here dash we dash sew dash again. Thanks for listening, and now it's sew time. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.